Hello, hello. This is another in the series of special pod blasts from the Busting Balls podcast. Uh, he's John. I'm Jeffrey. You can hit us up on Twitter at Busting Balls Pod. Email us, bustingballspod at gmail.com. At least while t- Twitter's still a thing, uh, we still don't know. I, I don't know. Is it going to collapse, John? I mean, the way it's going. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. I'm. I, I'm getting out there when the Nazis really overrun it, which probably won't be too long. Well, let's face it. It might be Tuesday the way this is going. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, uh, we, we we all have our alternate uh, socials, uh, so we'll, uh, we'll 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 keep y'all posted, one way or the other. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, you're listening. To- uh, on our native SoundCloud feed, soundcloud.com slash busting dash balls or the PWOM podcast network, soundcloud.com slash pro wrestling only. And you can find us on Spotify. So we are recording this on Sunday, the 18th of December. A uh, a, a minor little game got played this morning. Was it? No one told me anything. Yeah, you missed it. Uh, yeah. Oh, what? The uh, something about the 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 final of the World Cup got played, and uh, yeah, what a game! Oh, um, I mean, let, let's face it: the headlines, rightly, all hail the goat. Yeah, you know? because that there were two players before the game who everyone's eyes were on, and my God, did they turn up! Yeah, both yeah, of maybe, both of them. Yeah, did, did. maybe in fact you know thought eighty minutes. Maybe I maybe I do something here. Whoa, but it I, I mean, out. oh yeah, it was probably Cristiano Ronaldo's nightmare final. Let's face it, because you you know it, the the big knock on you know Messi not being better than him was. What what's Messi have won internationally? Well, now he's holding the Copa America and the World Cup. Yeah, and I was and I was reminded and I was reminded Argentina has a gold medal. Yeah, has an Olympic gold medal too from two thousand eight. Yeah, totally. And you know, so there you go. Plus, in the final, he turns up with two goals, and my God, the one he didn't score. Ah, oh, that, oh, that, that was a scream. No look. That should be illegal. That was pure sexy football, as Rudolph once you know once put it. Mm, I, I was over at my parents watching that. I was just watching that with that. We were just ah, like, oh, yeah. Cancel football. It's peaked. That's all I ever want to see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just yeah. Th- this was this was deserved. I think. Uh, by, yeah. by Argentina. I mean, both of them really deserve. I mean, really, both teams did deserve it. But well, well, France didn't turn up for the first eighty minutes. You know, the the first shot they had on goal, the first chance they was a penalty, and I think pretty much, you know, they they wasn't that much past, you know, the goals that did go in, and nothing against Emmy Martinez for that either. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I think what just makes us better is that this, this does absolutely cement Messi as the goat. I mean, it, 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 there, there is no argument that 
there is no argument that Ronaldo can can offer as to why he's the GOAT. I mean, okay, he may have more goals than Messi. He's also been playing longer than Messi and and the assists tally as well for Messi is much greater. Messi was more team focused. And, and uh, further and furthermore, uh Messi has won the World Cup now and he actually scored three times if we count the the ending penalty. Yeah. Oh oh and he is the first player to score in the second knock the you know, the first knockout round, quarterfinals, semi-final and the final in all the knockout rounds as well. You know, he, he, and he's oh, overtaken Diego Maradona now too. Yeah, totally. <laughs> You know, he, he's it's we, we're going to talk about this as essentially Messi's World Cup, but let's face it in a World Cup in Qatar, is it anything more appropriate than every single goal today being made in Paris right, with oil men? Right, yeah, every single goal was scored, you know, before the penalty shootout was scored by a current or former PSG roster member. Yeah, <laughs> and and I did like friend of the podcast Chris <laughs> saying that Kylian Mbappe is it in on Monday with Messi's P forty five. He's got to go back to Paris after that. Can you imagine? I mean, and, you know, and the other thing, you know, we we saw we see this World Cup. I, 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 Messi's on his way to Miami anyway. We all know it. Okay. Yeah, we've seen it this World Cup. Um, you know, certain players who were waiting to take the glory penalty, that that fifth and last penalty, and it never reached them. Naming no names here. But Messi, right? I I, I don't know if you remember it. There was a game, the knockout game in twenty twelve, England versus Italy in Euro twenty twelve, and the first penalty in for Italy in that shootout was Andre Perlo. And he stepped up and he penankered the first penalty in that shootout. Messi today, same thing, calm as you like, didn't care about looking awful. That is just like, chill, lads, we got this. That, to me, I just went, they're winning it from there. Yeah. They, they, well, they and, and again, Emmy Martinez came up big, too. I mean, yeah, just you know, in this household, the number of times we said, you know, we should have kept him over Bernd Leno, but then again... If we hadn't, we wouldn't have gotten Aaron Ramsdale. So you know, it's it... my dad is quite happy that that Villa have <laughs> Emmy Martinez, World Cup winning goalkeeper. Yeah, it's uh... and he saved, and he actually saved. You know, there wasn't uh, just uh, although that trophy presentation him. could have gone a little better there. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I do like the shit housing pre penalty on it. On it, I have to say, you know, where's the ball going? Chuck it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, good man. But uh, yeah, and he did even did the the, the little John Moxley swagger a little bit after uh, after that one after he made that one save. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Just uh, throwing some wrestling content for uh, oh. for for our host at PWOM. And, you know, you can say, you know, maybe the penalties, you know, do, do they get bargo? Anyone who sticks a penalty away in the World Cup final, <laughs> they they learn that go. Particularly, let's face it, Kylian Mbappe in the 118th minute at 3-2 down, he put an all, you know. That was, still a, do that was a dodgy penalty call. I'm sorry. 
Oh, it was, it was, yeah, no, by the current rules. I'll tell you what, the one thing I will have to give, the ref today was superb. That game could easily have gone the same way as the Argentina Netherlands game. But this ref had an absolute lid on it. Ref the game sympathetically, never let it get away. You know, had the words. Was, well, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I, I, reckon, I, I recognize uh, Shimon uh, Marshanak um from you know the champions league i mean he's he's ref champions league games so i but, even so i still think that that was a penalty i, I it, really like by, by the current rules it's a penalty he puts his arm up in an unnatural position while jumping and his back was turned i he couldn't yeah but he, he's he's deliberately turned it. you if you're a defender if you're you jumping your you're, if you're jumping that is a natural position because you have to yeah, balance no. yourself yeah, he's he's t- he's turned though, but his elbow is out like that. It's it's not yeah. it has, to, it has to be tiger into his body. I yeah. I mean I yeah, I I'm yeah. I was Argentina all the way on this, but they got that one right for me. I thought that they were I mean, let's face it, France were trying to buy a penalty the whole Oh, second all, all the way. Totally. I mean, they were trying to buy a penalty. Yeah, I remember Turam got booked for it. And what a call that was by the ref. Mm-hmm. You yeah. see that? Yeah. I, I absolutely, yeah. Big call. Because, you know, it's all too easy to rag on the refs. We should also say when they quite, they do very well and they simply are sympathetic to a game like that. Yeah. Uh, he is, well, up there with the goat of all refs, you know. Up there with Kalina. Yeah, good, good old Pierre Luigi. <laughs> I hope he's... The scourge of Everton, Pierre Luigi Kalina. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I hope he's doing well wherever he is today. He, he is the head of the world, the refs at this World Cup. Oh, was he? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. Was... So, yeah. Good job. Good job with today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I, I do have to say, overall... I mean, overall, Qatar can still absolutely suck it. Um, 100%. This World Cup in Toto was very good. It, it was a high-quality World Cup. The, the football generally was excellent. The, you know, there were very few bad games. I, the only knock I would have said on it is, was there weren't really that many memorable games in the knockout stages t- till maybe today, you know, maybe the, the Netherlands-Argentina. But today, you go... I, I go back to 1986 on World Cup Files, and I, by a mile, I think that is the best game that there has been for me in a final. And it's no, not even close. I mean, I I can't disagree with that. Uh, but, yeah, this but, was just, it, it, this was an amazing, an amazing final. And, I mean, it was, stru- it was, Exciting! It was stressful. It was an hour longer than it should have been, but you know. Yeah, and yeah, and the players who were meant to turn up and grace the big stage turned up and grace it. Yeah, I mean, I I can't fault France at all, and I I I don't know who it was. Somebody said that Mbappe should have. It was I think it was like Clint Dempsey or somebody. Because I mean, we all know that we already know that the Fox commentary and the Fox presentation has just been absolutely god awful. We we've already oh, discussed yeah. this at length and it continued to be Did you see that bullshit I sent you yesterday? 
Yeah, so with, with, I was Ale- with Alexi Lawless and Stu Holden with some dignitary, some Qatari dignitary, and they're all wearing, you know, um, you know, Qatari dress. Yeah, I was just looking at that going, dudes, no. Yeah, yeah, but but then you know they 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 put that robe on Messi during the trophy presentation. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, ooh. <laughs> but, you know, I guess it's a little different because, you know, they actually put it on him. So, yes. But, um, and and now I completely forgot what my whole point. Oh, yeah. It was uh, Clint Dempsey was saying that Mbappe should have done more. And I'm like, motherfucker, he scored a hat trick during play. The second plus man. Penalty, plus his penalty. What more could he have done? We are we are in you know the was it the ninety second year of World Cups here overall, yeah. In in how many was it seventeen finals has it been something like that? Probably more than I, I'm missing. There have been two hat tricks, and you know that's the first one where you can say that every goal was over the line. Which one are you referring to? The sixty six or sixty six? Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, first. Come yeah. on. Thank you, Ali McCoy, for that joke. You know, <laughs> you know, I, I can't stand Ali. I used to not be able to stand Ali McCoy, but somewhere the 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 switch flicked on, and he 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 lost his Rangers homerism at some point. Yeah, and the and when you're putting up with the miserable bastards, Danny Murphy and Lee Dixon and other commentaries. Now wait, now wait a minute. Oh, Lee Dixon, Lee Dixon works for NBC too, and he's actually not bad. Uh, this World Cup, he has been. I, I, he's paired with Sam Matterface. My God, I never want to watch a football game again after that. It, it is, it you know, as as someone who's loved football for God, you know, thirty five years or so, probably longer. I watched them, and I forget that the game ever held a scintilla of joy. Damn. They are just the most miserable. Pe- well, it's it's my, like my, having... my, my, my dude. Just trust me. You did not get to experience this final with, uh, you know, you know, Rob Stone and and, and Stu Holden calling the final because oh, certainly not because I watched it on the BBC instead of on TV. Yeah, um, and, and, well, and then you know. Landon Donovan, I, I felt sorry for Ian Dark being paired with Landon Donovan because Landon Donovan oh. was just like the most wooden robot you've ever heard, and everything was tied back to when he was a player. Like oh. it, it's like, eh. I mean, the only yeah, one, but- yeah. And then, I mean, Derek Ray was good with uh, with Ali Williams. I oh god, why can't I remember her her last name? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ali. Please forgive me. I, I do have to say, I wasn't a fan of Jermaine Genus up till today, but I have to give him credit for uh, for one of the best lines of commentary in the world it, that has been. It was uh, Guy Mowbray, his, co- his co-com there, was going, you know, you're never more than a few steps from a, a world-class footballer. Little pause, Genus. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, all, all, overall commentary. I mean, I guess I I mean I haven't heard any of the English commentary, but overall the commentary here was just absolute garbage and we, we yeah, all know uh, it. I, yeah, um, it, I I don't think it was the highest quality overall. You know, I wasn't big keen on uh, Jonathan Pierce for when he did came on for a start. 
Um, I thought Guy Mowbray on the BBC was good, and Ch- John Champion and Ali McCoist were by and were again. Oh, you got John Champion of what tournament? You get the you, best concrete team there has been. You got John Champion. Okay, well, we, yeah. I would have liked. Yeah, bitch. I yeah mean, bitch. Yeah, I mean, I liked. I mean, I liked Ian Dark. He just he was unfortunately saddled with. Uh, Landon Donovan, <laughs> as I said, but yeah, Derek yeah. Ray and Allie. Oh God, I, you know I'm gonna look her up because I, I'm feeling just like Allie. I'm just feeling so. But I, I, t- I tell you what was really good about the commentary. Allie on this Wagner. Word. Allie Wagner. Yeah. yeah, it was Derek Ray and Allie Wagner. I thought she did. A, I thought they did fantastic. Yeah, and and for me, the best thing about the the coverage of this World Cup on was the female presence in the summarizers booth and it wasn't just token i i you know yeah, there's um, a bit of that here i mean and there was a, a woman who was a lead commentator but i never caught her name uh too i, I think it's the same one she yeah. i think she does premier league games yeah and, and there was a, a t- there was a lovely moment just before or just after sorry, after the croatia morocco game yesterday well you know michael richards was talking about you know we, the you know the best players he ever played against. You know we talk about he could never get be a Messi. You know Alex Scott is sat there and he went you know who you know who was the best player you ever played against. You know what about you? And you know gave her opportunity to talk about Marta to the world bit. And the other thing, the female press again was not limited to UK pundits either. We had world, world worldwide presence on that, which th- complete applause to the BBC and ITV for that. Really. Yeah, really d- broke despite Fox, yeah, despite Fox doing their best, I mean, the, the, the women that Fox had on were overall pretty good. Uh, overall, yeah. they just got, you know, had to deal with, you know, kludges like Alexi Lawless and Piers Morgan, you know, unfortunately. Ew. Yeah. So, but thankfully, I hopefully will not have to watch a bit of any Fox Sports uh, commentary for quite some time because they don't play any leagues that are worth a shit <laughs> and let's face it you're not going to be watching much of the nfl because the steelers suck oh yeah well we, yeah we ain't got to, well you know what they ain't the colts though after oh oh boy <laughs> oh <laughs> oh boy i don't anyway yeah this is not an nfl podcast um okay so this is the last thing we're going to do before christmas so i don't think we're going to so yeah our big 75th anniversary episode is going to happen uh between christmas and new year's now so we'll we'll see out the year with our big episode 75 but there are a couple of things i do want to make mention of before we go off the air here uh number one uh it was revealed what was the cause of death of grant wall yep uh you know pursuant to our last pod blast um and let me get the exact term here it, it was basically he had a heart condition that uh, was undetected. Yeah, and then that's what got him. It was like a it was a separation, but it was yeah. This was just uh, just tragic, and I I know his his brother has kind of uh, walked back the uh, his previous statements, which you know good for good on him. Totally. Totally. But you can't, you can't fault that. An ascending aortic aneurysm with hemopericardium, which again, I'm not, uh, I'm not a medical doctor by any stretch of the imagination. This does sound similar to the aortic dissection that 
that took the lives here recently of both uh, the creator of Berserk, of uh, the manga Berserk, uh, Kentaro Miura, and uh, Andrew Fletcher of uh, Depeche Mode. Yeah, uh, from from others, uh, from some people who have had an autic dissection, very, very much so, I believe. And I know that this does kill 15,000 people per year, but also at the same time, I have to wonder if this is one of our cultural, uh, our societal knock-on effects of COVID somehow. Because this seems, pre I mean, we're getting some high-profile aortic issues now. You know? Yeah, uh, they, it could absolutely be that way. And it's just our life, <laughs> lifestyles as well, I would guess, yeah. generally. But it, it's just... As we get older. Yeah, it's just still a damn shame that uh, Grant passed when and yeah. how he did. And I, I, I'm still kind of struggling to, to realize that he's gone still, you know? It's going to take a long while to process that, particularly for the U.S. game in general. Yeah, indeed. So we just wanted to put that out there since he was the topic of our last blast uh, last week around this time, actually. Um, furthermore, did you hear... So so two bits of news got snuck in during the Cup games. Uh, one of which was the, the uh, report on the NWSL. And the and I, I do not want to get into this now, but I'm just going to say that it, it, this is disgusting. First of all, that they waited until our Netherlands and Argentina kicked off to release this. Or uh, oh no no it wasn't that it was uh, no it was uh, it was Argentina Croatia I think. Yeah, it, it was a yeah it was Argentina Croatia that they waited yeah, the semifinal. Yeah, they waited. <laughs> It's a burying bad news thing. It, yeah. And if it doesn't, if it, you don't say it officially, it sure does look like it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the the reports are it is just uh, absolutely horrific. It, it, we we knew the problem was bad. Uh. We didn't know it was this bad. And uh, Jill Ellis absolutely should have nothing to do with football anymore at this point. Co-signed. Uh, I don't care how many World Cups she won for the U.S. as as manager for the U.S. Women's National Team. She should not be anywhere near football. 100%. And actually, mo most of the NWSL people in charge should not be anywhere near football, it turns out. So we're going to do that. We're just going to leave it at that. Uh, we may have to revisit it at some time. But also, uh, Gianni, Infant Gianni Infantino, our favorite FIFA president since the last oh, one, uh, announcing the 32-team format for the Club World Cup. Yeah, to be played, I think it is during the March International break. Yeah, it's 2020, yeah in 2025. Um, yeah, what's the point at this? What... <laughs> It, yeah, I mean, this is something, you know, that I suppose we've had the Club World Cup that you know in December for a long time, but they want to extend it to the equivalent of a current World Cup. And I think the March international break is there. It's in there because it's, I think, the, the one that European teams generally have relatively free from the qualifications processes. It's the one that doesn't tend to have anything. But I'm just going... 
when when do we stop loading so many games on players? I love me some football, but these guys can only play so much. You know, you're going to burn out players so damn quickly putting extra games in there. Well, not only that, but I mean, we're we're here and you know, and they're still talking about expanding the world, the actual World Cup, to every two years with forty eight teams. And, yeah, and somehow love... Italy still won't qualify, but <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Had to throw that one in there, but yeah, I mean, it's just like guys, and and yet, yeah, I, I, I'm just not sure at what point they think that just you know piling football on top of football is going to be a good thing because, you know, especially since we're talking about health concerns, especially post COVID yeah. for players, <laughs> when do they get to rest? When do they get to, you know, have yeah. any time to be human beings? They're going to be physically exhausted. And we don't know the long-term consequences either because this there's going to be mentally so exhausted too. I mean, let's, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah, it, I mean, we we were getting mentally exhausting, wa exhausted watching that final. <laughs> hell yeah! You know, you, you have a, intense games like that. You know, you watch Liverpool, you know, the end of Liverpool season last year, where every game felt like it. Well, every game did mean something. I was exhausted. I needed longer off than we had. You know, right? I mean, you know, I, honestly, it feels like since lockdown we have not actually had a break from football it feels like pretty much not because it was you know we had the end of the season then we had the what's it the nations league games um what's it, the, the women's euros which were one wonderful obviously and then we were straight back into the season again yeah it's just yeah like when do we get a when do we get a break from football you know it's I guess it's next week, same. although I guess it's next week before Boxing Day, although... Oh, no, no. Scotland League Cup games in midweek. Oh, league Cup games oh, in midweek, buddy. Well, I, uh, I don't give a shit about the League Cup. No. Hey, Man City, Liverpool. What what more do you want from Curtin Razor? Okay, fair, fair. But also, uh, you know, Scotland came back this past week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Celtic. Uh, what happened there, Jeff? Uh, Celtic still have a nine-point gap on, on Rangers. <laughs> Happy <Stupid>. Christmas! <laughs> Stupid Hibs could have made that twelve, but you know, nah, well. stupid Hibs. But yeah, you know, nine points is still a nice little cushion. Yeah, it is, and uh, especially now that the games are coming back. Uh, yeah, the Premier League is back on Boxing Day. It and, is. Uh, yeah. So that's got that's gonna be fun times. Uh, yeah, so that's and that's really and anyway, the point is that yeah, this this club World Cup new format completely unnecessary. Expanding the World Cup completely unnecessary. And I I just yeah I I I'm not with it. Uh, FIFA I think are, are trying to you know FIFA have gone completely late stage capitalist with just expand everything. You know, yeah. It, it's also they want more power over the world game and diminishing UEFA's influence. Which, let's face it, UEFA have made quite easy in recent years, over the last decade, shall we say? Yeah, it's just so, uh, yeah, it, it's all. 
it's it's all too much power play and not a consideration for the workers as, as ever as ever as ever yeah the more things change huh what was it beavis the more <laughs> things change the more things suck <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> and on that note that is uh, this is this is what amounts to our uh, our holiday uh, greeting episode we didn't do a formal one this time see the world cup just blew up everything it screwed yeah you screwed all our schedules guys and gals you ain't screw you uh, hopefully hopefully next year we'll be you know back on track you know with where we should be should, well, yeah. even, even our, I think even our mid, our, 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 our midpoint, you know, episode, you know, our, our season midterm grades are going to get delayed now, aren't they? Oh, man. Do we do that next time? We do that. <laughs> no, we can't do it next time. It's just come back. Yeah. It hasn't <laughs> even come back. Jesus. Uh, what can you do? What, what can you do? So just to peel back the curtain a little bit, um, <laughs> Uh, you may have heard my phone ringing uh, during this uh, this pod blast because I have one of those things called a day job in which, uh, and they sometimes expect me to be on call. And lucky me, uh, I'm going to get my calls during this <laughs> recording, this very pod blast. So uh, apologies for the interruptions and the flow and if there's any weird edits here. But uh, that's what's happened. So anyway, um, I believe we were wrapping up and saying that, yeah, th- this is uh, our last one before Christmas. We didn't really do a, a holiday one because the World Cup screwed up everything. And uh, yeah, so um, I'm just going to take this time and say uh, happy holidays to all y'alls out there listening to us either on our feed or on uh, the PWOM or on Spotify. And uh, hopefully Twitter doesn't blow up before we can uh, reassemble somewhere else uh, for social the socials medias so we can keep up in, in, in touch with all of you. So, uh, John, do you have anything you want to say to, to our, uh, our yeah. listeners? i got nothing to say except to wish you all the very happiest of holidays. However you celebrate or do not celebrate, I hope you have an absolutely joyous time. And welcome back to the regular football season. Indeed, yes, and uh, we we should be uh, we we should be getting our episode seventy five out before the new year. Should stress the word should, but uh, yeah, that, that, that we are gonna because I mean yeah, speaking because of on those related day job things, uh, I think both John and I are are pretty much done for the year after this week, right? Oh yes. So yeah, so we'll we'll be able to catch up on all of the things that we've been missing out on. So. Three hours special, baby. Three hours. <laughs> oh no, no. that's just the edited highlights. Oh no, <laughs> I can't do. We can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. Well, uh, and until uh, until our seventy uh, fifth episode, which uh, should be out before the new year, uh, it's happy holidays from me. And it's happy holidays from here. Uh, We'll see you before the turn of the calendar. So take care. (laughs) Good night.